Blog Talk Radio. Hey, nothing ever works well. I got to tell you, I was trying a new headset so I could talk into a microphone that comes right out in front this morning. Two minutes before the show starts, I realized it's not working properly. So here I am back with my regular mic. It's March 18th, 2015. When, uh, let me see what I want to talk about today. It's about something I wrote on Facebook, on my Facebook group, just a couple of weeks ago. When I write on What's going on? Oh, boy. Like, I'm not playing that music. Why is it starting? There's always some kind of problem. Anyway, I was on my Facebook group, right? And whenever I want to use an impersonal pronoun, I use she instead of he. She instead of he. And you know what? I get a lot of flack for it because the people complain. They say it sounds... Forced. And of course it does, because the way they talk normally, sexist. Why is that happening? Why is that happening? Am I doing something wrong? Let me see. Okay, well, let's let's go again. Let me! Okay. Anyway, it's sexist to say he all the time. And here's my proof, okay? Does anybody think... God is a woman. All the religious people, they say that when we refer to God as he, it's really gender neutral. And maybe that's true. It might be true in their minds, but I'm pretty sure the effect isn't like that. That's what counts, the effect. If I was writing about football, if I was writing about football and I said, she this and she that, I could understand People getting mad at me. I could understand them getting grumpy because the players, they're all men. But I'm talking about recruiting, and half the people are women. Yeah. So why shouldn't I make an effort to represent them pronoun-wise? I am fighting. I admit it. A battle for the truth. A battle for justice. In the North American way. And if you don't like it, go join the Taliban. They shot Malala in the face because she wanted to go to school. And I'm as cranky as the next guy. I didn't like it. I want you to know that. I didn't like it when people started saying chairperson instead of chairman. But you know what? I'm used to it now. It doesn't bother me anymore. And when you see what those jerks are doing in ISIS... And the Taliban, just making a little effort to differentiate yourself from them, that seems worth it. It's not such a burden. Now that I screwed up my introduction because of the stupid noise and my stupid microphone, I'm going to take you to the most liberated recruiting show on the planet. Jerry, Jerry, what show is this? The Recruiting Animal here i think he's at source gone i don't know i'm usually you know he doesn't like to show that he's not present but we've got a guest today from jerry's facebook group the prize winning best group of 2014 best recruiting discussion group and she's as sweet as candy i can only assume because her name is carmel or carmel jordan and I know she's here, right? Carmel, are you here? Yes, I am. Yes, I am. Oh. I'm sweet by name, but not by nature. I'm okay, sorry. Okay, well, that's nice. You've got a little tag. And, you know, with a name like that, it is an icebreaker. Do you talk to candidates uh, about it? Do they right away say, oh, Carmel, isn't that an odd name? Yes, they do. They absolutely do. Uh, are you a foreigner? Do you have an accent, or is it am my I mistake? Am foreigner? Oh, gosh, you're really trying to get in trouble. Yes, I'm originally from Ireland. Okay, and is is Carmel a, a common name there? It is. It's an Irish name. It's um, 
Our Lady of Mount Carmel. It was in. It's in France, and um, that's why oh, really? it was I named thought that. Mount Carmel yeah. was in uh, Israel near Jerusalem, and, and it is Ar- too. Carmel and there's wine. Carmel, Indiana, and Carmel, California. Okay, and we've also got Jordan Wines here in, in Canada. Jordan Wines. Yes. Jordan. Okay, so and so, you know, you're also... So I looked uh, out. It is a good name, yeah. Sweet and whiny. Okay, uh, did you plan on singing today? I was doing some breathing exercises this morning. No, and... I never plan on singing, but... Um, and I'm not really, really... I did Second City and everything, but I'm a really terrible singer. Hold on, you did Second City and you're afraid... I did. I'm not afraid. I'm just terrible. Uh, it doesn't matter. So am I. So let's pick a song and get it over with, okay? Some okay. Like, All right. What song? Um, I don't know. Pink Floyd, Wish You Were Here. Yeah, we don't know the same song. So I guess no song. You know, <laughs> I don't like you, but I, don't know what but that I love is. you. Yeah, Mary, uh, yeah. Maureen knows it. Maureen, I don't know what that Maureen, song is. Maureen. Okay, let's go. Everything, you know, i got to get to the show because it's a discomforting start. Anyway, you're a third-party recruiter. Am I right, Carmel? Yes, I am. Okay. How many years' experience do you have? Getting right to the point. Right into the I business. have a lot. Well, just give me a year, okay? A lot doesn't uh, mean I anything. probably started about 2000. When? 2000? Yes. Oh, Okay. Mm-hmm. Maureen, she's coming from your homeland. Okay, do you have a specialty, Carmel? Carmel? I do. I do not have a specialty. What I do is I work for a firm that supports a lot of vendor managed clients, and I basically help out every single place they need. What does that mean? You're confusing me. So, oh, I'm sorry. Okay, I don't mean to be confusing. So basically. What I do is Basically, I work at this. You know, you're not supposed to say that word, okay? Basically, go ahead. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't know there was. I didn't she read that. Yeah, there's page. a list. Go ahead. And basically, it's one of the words. Okay, what I do, <laughs> non-basically, um, is I work That's for okay a company word. called Computer Resource Solutions, which is the best staffing firm in the whole world. And we support uh, Fortune 500 companies. We have a lot of vendor managed agreements with them. And what my well, job is. I've got to tell you something, too. Your LinkedIn profile is almost non existent. I couldn't figure out what you do. Now I'm completely flustered. Uh, are you a recruiter? Yes, you said yes, you I are. I am a recruiter. I am absolutely a recruiter. Do you get job orders? I don't get job orders, but I do fill job orders. You filled okay. You don't do any new business development. No, I that. work on a split desk. Okay, and so you do you source people? Yes or no? Yes, I source people. And I do full life cycle recruiting. Okay, and you are a generalist. You don't work in any specific profession. I am or- a generalist. I work in every industry and every okay. profession. And when you say you're working with uh, vendor managed solutions, what does that mean? What it means is that a lot of our clients have a centralized staffing solution, and we're one of the vendors that support the centralized staffing solution. What's a centralized staffing solution? A centralized staffing solution is where they use a third-party company like, let's say, a field glass or something like that, beeline to manage all the vendors. Okay, and so... Are you're not so. I mean, if I called you as a recruiter, I would or called that one of your clients, I'd get you or your your somebody in your company, and they'd say, "Look, we're going to limit you to fifteen percent fee, and you have to send no. all your candidates in through us." Is that what you do? No, no, it's not a fifteen percent fee. Okay, well, what's your role? If you're, you're, are you in the company that's doing the vendor management? I don't no, understand. No, no, no. I'm one of the vendors that. That support. So what I do is I do the recruiting for these companies. So we get. Are you in an RPO? Get, is that it? No, it's is not that, an RPO. Any, Lots of people ask me that. Me? Can anybody no, help it's me? not an me? RPO. Can anybody understand what she does? Yes, anybody? she's a recruiting a third party recruiter who supports larger companies that use VMSs. That's all. Yes. What does that mean, Alex? I don't, I don't understand. That means See, that you've got a bank I'm... that has 15 recruiting firms that they use. They manage them through a VMS. She's one of the firms that they're using. Okay, okay. So she's sort of dedicated to certain clients. That's why there's no business development. Yeah, her... Right, right. Help me, Alex. Oh, you'll be your partner. Go on. <laughs> okay, thank you. I thought pretty much that's what I was saying. 
Okay, I don't understand. Yeah, he's at least from the United States. How long did it take you to get good as a recruiter, Carmel? Oh gosh, you you covered this last week. Hey, I heard with a different be- person. With a different person. I know person. you beat the like crap out of him. Um, let me see. How long did it take me to get good? It probably I'm. It probably takes. I don't know. I never had any phone reluctancy. I would say it probably took me maybe six months. That's all. Maybe a year, year to, like you know, you you know yourself. You start and straight out the gate, you have beginner's luck. But then you get get the crap beat out of you, and you have a few people drop off. And kind of once you learn to manage candidates, and what you, does that mean, manage a candidate? What does that mean, manage a candidate? What does that mean? Well, what it means to me is initially setting up expectations up front with them about what. You know, when I call you, expect you call me back at a certain time. Your salary is not a moving target. All of that kind of watching for red flags, finding out what other offers they have going on, find out if they're going to be what I call a jumper, that they'll get the offer and they'll jump, or they'll suddenly have three or four other offers that magically appeared that you never heard about. So that kind of stuff. So that's what I term managing a It candidate. took you six months to get that under your belt. Is that what you're saying? It probably took me yeah six 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 months to a year. Well, what was the hardest part about that? You say you know you part of it's just admin, the rest is red flags. What kind of red flags? Can you think of an example of when you saw a red flag and you know you said, I'm going to look for this later on too. This is a lesson for me. Oh yeah, like all the time. And uh, let me see, for example, you know people that say, oh, they have nothing else going on. You know, if they've a highly sought-after profile, let's say they're an IT auditor or something like that, and they've nothing else going on, that just for me is very hard to believe. So straight away, that's a red flag for me. I'm like, okay, what do you say to them? Else. Well, do you confront them? Of course, I confront them. What I do you say? say like, oh, oh, it's like, gosh, you have such a great background. That's kind of hard to believe. You have nothing else going on. Have you applied for any jobs? And then they're like, oh, maybe I actually have. Oh, right, right. Did any recruiters, t- and you know, while I'm talking to them, I will do a quick Google search of other, let's say, IT auditor jobs, and I'll start listening to companies. So I was like, do you think you applied to this company? And then they're like, oh, I might have. And, you know, just kind of start digging and talking to them. Why are they lying to you to start off with? Why are they lying? You'd have to ask them they that. They all lie. Well, That's who one. said that? Alejandro. My so let me helper. let me ask you this: Are you doing mostly consulting, Carmel? Um, I mostly do. It's not consulting. It is all W two. We all. It's all W two to our firm. It's mostly fifty, sixty dollar pay rates and above. Right, but they are consultants. They're your yeah, W two. So they're not ten ninety nine, perhaps. Yeah. But yeah, right. Okay. Yeah, it's not direct hire. It's all. Okay. They're all CRS employees. Okay. What does that mean? You're on con- These are all contract uh, employees? Yes. They all have the pleasure know? of working you know with Alejandro? me day in, day out. Say again? Alejandro, how did you know that? The way she was speaking about the clients jumping for money, the way she was talking about the way she was setting up jobs, the way she was talking about the VMS that she's dealing with, it it just makes sense. I've seen. I've worked at firms like that, and I've seen firms like that. Uh-huh. Okay, so here's the thing. If these people are lying to you, it doesn't sound like they're really good liars. They'll confess as soon as you confront them and press them a few times. Is that right? That would be right. Okay, but you don't... Well, they are like, you see, what happens is, from what I understand, is, right, so these consultants, you know, for whatever reason, they think, oh, recruiters are... Let's say they have this perception that recruiters aren't the sharpest people out there. And, you know, they think like we make colossal amounts of money and that we're shaking them down and taking total advantage of them. So I think they're trying, they think like sometimes that we won't be able to determine they've got other things going on or that we're not that up to date with what's going on in the marketplace. And, you know, so that's what I think a lot of it is. So I think. No, no, no. So they have, but why would they hide that information? Yeah, I've gone out to this company. Yes, I'm talking to another. So they oh, maybe why they, would they hide it? Well, the same yeah. reason I would hide it because they're afraid, you know, you're going to because they don't understand that I don't do business development. So they might think like, oh well, if I give this person, tell this recruiter, oh, I'm. Hey, but yeah, but no, no, no. Here's the here's the, the model I'll, itself I'll... is a little more combative, though, animal. Um, Pardon the me. the reality is people are worried about getting screwed on the on exactly. the uh, spread. 
So yeah, that's they don't very want, combative. They don't they're, want they're, me they're calling. They're being like, hey, I heard you have an IT recruiter and getting that job order. They don't. No, no, well, they want. I'll, I'll, move on. I'll just I'll wrap it up. Here's the thing. It sounds to me like, you know, they could say, yeah, I'm being considered somewhere else without telling you the company. You're, you weren't asking for the company name. It sounds like they might be afraid that you won't have any interest in them if you know that they're, you know, dedicated perhaps or almost committed somewhere else. That's that's what it sounds like they're hiding from. Okay. Yeah, so exactly. There's a bit of that too. Okay. Let me move on. Standard survey questions. Now, you're, you're dealing with a, these consultants. What are they, like Jerry's IT contractors? Is that what you're talking about? Um, mostly I deal with other corporate recruiters. I deal with a lot of financial analysts a lot of high-level accountants, a lot of contract administrators, a lot of so marketing people. So you're placing, placing corporate recruiters? I am. Okay, so tell us something about them. Are they dumb, like Tim, Tim Sackett says, or, or are they just like you? <laughs> just like me. They are far from dumb. Okay. Uh huh. What kind of questions do you ask the recruiters? Like, And what are the red flags that you see when you're talking to the recruiters? Um, the types of questions I ask the recruiters are like what volume recs you handled, what sourcing techniques you use, how do you manage your desk, how do you set expectations with managers, and kind of red, well, obvious red flags for me are people who are jumping about all the time. Another red flag, I haven't seen so much lately this year, but the last few years I kind of saw a lot of people that didn't have very robust LinkedIn profiles. Were robust like yours? Social media. Like yours? I thought my LinkedIn profile was very good. There's nothing on it. The last thing you'd call your LinkedIn profile is robust, okay? It's, it's, as thin it's as a rail. filled out. Well, maybe maybe there's two Carmel Jordans, and I was looking at the wrong one. Sorry. It's, it's completely filled right out. Now. Why doesn't somebody else, Jerry would check if he was here, somebody else look up Carmel Jordan. I linked, actually, it's linked from the from the site. Okay? Yeah, Status it's completely quo. filled okay. out. guy's saying about me? Animal is confused about what she does. Status quo, eh? Yeah, I've never dealt with somebody like her. And that's the idea. She comes on the show, I ask her questions so she can explain it so you guys will understand. I don't, uh, like, I, I don't know. I ask for help and only one guy on the show helps me. How am I supposed to know you know? No, my LinkedIn profile is completely filled out. And that picture, that picture you pulled off is that you have linked. That's my Twitter account. I have a different picture on LinkedIn. Okay, but sorry. It, about, I, oh, yeah, sorry about that. God, that's sorry. quite that's okay, deal. but I okay. promise no, you no, my no, current no, job no, is up there. Recruiters. Listen to me, please. You're okay, placing sorry. recruiters. What, what do you look for? Like, what, what, is there any tips you'd give us right away based on your experience placing recruiters as, as to what a good recruiter is and what they should be doing? I mean, you could, you could, you know how, what the questions to ask that I should be asking you. Okay. Well, all right. I think I understand that question. All right. Basically, what I look for is a good recruiter. I look at the quality of their resume. I also look at their LinkedIn profile, you know, how they communicate. And I want to see, you know, how if they have hunger, if they can think outside the box. Well, how do you test of, if they think outside the box? I ask them. I'd be like, oh, what hard to find wrecks have you worked on? What did you do outside the box? Did you have an example I, for us? Uh, uh, uh. Got an example? Don't. Have you ever done anything outside the box yourself? I like to think I have. But you don't remember any examples of that either, right? I understand. I wouldn't remember either. In fact, I might, but but you don't remember. Do you remember anything you've done outside the box? Do I remember anything I've done outside the box? Um, yeah. Probably a couple of weeks ago, because we do consultants. A lot of the times we don't call into companies, and it's been years since we called into companies. But I had two recruiters. Like the market here for recruiters for Chicago is very, very tight right now. So I was, you know, on LinkedIn, on the group. Yeah, is this an on answer? What are we going to wait all year? answer. I'm getting to the answer. Does anyone even want to be Jerry here today? They could complain, hey, this stinks, this is lousy. Who's, there's a lot of people here. Anybody Does want to complain? Stink? No, 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 no. I didn't say it stinks. I didn't say it stinks, Carmel, but, you know, <laughs> there has, I don't feel normal unless there's someone stabbing me in the back every two seconds. I haven't turned look on Twitter just to see the people complain. At least when Jerry's I'm here. On Twitter, I, I don't see anybody complaining. 
Okay. They're not complaining about you. They're complaining about me. Okay? I can okay. see why, so, yeah. So let me ask. Yeah, okay. How many people did you recruit on Twitter last Who year? Who needs Jerry when you've got her? How many people Go did ahead. I recruit on Twitter? Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely zero. And you didn't try? Did you try to recruit on Twitter? Yeah, I've tried to recruit on Twitter. But you haven't been successful? No. Okay. Facebook? Do you recruit on Facebook? A little bit. Oh, really? Have you had success? Have you placed anybody I've had you found a bit on of Facebook? Success. I've had a bit of success because sometimes our clients need um, weird things. Like, for example, one of our clients who's a big insurance company needed somebody to just do some filing and stuff. So I stick it up on my Twitter wall, on my Facebook wall, and I got some responses. Um, things like that. I have actually. You know what? I, I'm going to start uh, leave this show talking like a newfie. I, I got to tell you, I'll be saying tings instead of things. Okay. Okay. So, well, that uh, would be a fast improvement for you. Yeah, maybe. But look, uh, on the Facebook though, but you look, I'm looking. You okay. weren't actively. You weren't actively sourcing. You're right, Maureen. She could replace Jerry. You, you know, uh, you weren't <laughs> actively sourcing. You just posted an ad and somebody responded. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. You didn't use. Uh, Graph search if it's still available or anything. No, like. I didn't. I didn't use any of those things because the way I see it, I wouldn't want somebody doing something to me that I wouldn't do to somebody else. So I get all sorts of weird requests on Facebook, and I try to get recruited for weird, weird stuff on Facebook. And I yeah, do yeah. Not let me move on. Let me move on. Pay please. attention to any of those. And I'm just uh, like, uh, weirdos. Uh, 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 uh. So you ask. You said you ask your. Recruiting candidates, uh, what source? How do they source? What are you looking yeah. for? There? What are you looking, looking for? If they say every, I, I, I'm, I'm 100% LinkedIn. Are you happy about that or unhappy? I'm pretty happy. What would you really? What's ideal? What you know? These I'm just reading the SourceCon tweets. SourceCon's going on now, and they're talking about all these, you know, different. Uh, uh, extensions on Chrome. Are you familiar with all of those? So that when I'm somebody... not familiar with all of those. I use Google Plus a little, but not a lot. So what I'm looking for is people who, you know, people that this and a lot, a lot of people say this to me. They're like, oh, I use the job boards. So I'm not looking for people that use the job boards. I'm looking for people who use LinkedIn, who not just have a paid account and blast people out like I have done that and I've definitely got hires that way but the most hires I've got and the solid relationships I've got are through using groups I'm looking for people who know how to also network who know how to get referrals off people I'm looking for polished individuals okay you're using you're recruiting from groups and you know how to use referrals uh can you tell me how do you get referrals and build relationships. I don't even know what that means. Let's start there. Build relationships okay. on LinkedIn. What does that mean? Uh, is this of any interest to other people? I want to know. I want to know. Do you want to know what she's talking about? I do. Yeah, you're doing fine. It's all, it, yeah, it's all interesting. Yeah, what okay, does it mean to build a relationship on LinkedIn? All right. So for me, relationships, uh, I'm not going to say the cheesy thing like all recruiters say, oh, relationships are everything. But for me, LinkedIn is a real, it really leveled the playing field. And um, I saw a big difference from when I was, a, I was a corporate recruiter for a very short period of time. And I saw the difference between the way people speak to corporate recruiters and agency recruiters. So on LinkedIn, I started messing around and started joining groups. And like at first, I was just like, oh, posting my jobs, but I never got any traction. So then I started kind of studying up on the giver-taker mentality. So I've built a very good relationship with the contract management group there. I've got to tell you something. You know, everybody says, let the person talk. I've let you talk for the last three minutes. You haven't said a word, okay? You haven't. There's been no substance at all to what you said. So all right, well, I'm getting to the point. I was well, trying to well, set a background. Well, the point? You, you're, you've built relationships in the country. So you joined a group called Contract Management, yes or no? Yes, I did. And how long have you been on it? I've been on it four years. 
Okay. And so you participate in the discussions there. Yes, that I right? do yes. participate in the discussions. Okay. So the people have gotten to know you just like on the Facebook group. Is that right? That is correct. Okay. And who else is on the contract management group? You want specific names? No, no, like contract managers? I mean, Yeah, there's a lot of, of lawyers, a lot of contract managers. There's one guy in particular that works for Ariba who's been able to help me a lot. He and helps. Okay, so one guy, uh, what does he do for you? What's his title? Okay, well, the, what he did for me was, uh, I don't remember his exact title, but four years ago I had a job that I had not a clue what it was. And um, he was able to, you know, break it down for me and talk to me one-on-one about it. So that was... Look, is anybody else dissatisfied with what she just said? Alejandro's uh, 20, 20 minutes in and Animal still doesn't know what she does. Is that my fault or her fault, okay? She just... That was Zeller, buddy. That was Zeller. She just joined, she joined this group four years ago. I said, you know, you built relationships? What does that mean? She said, well, there's some lawyers there. Speaking lawyers... And and whatever the other guys yeah, it's were, it's a contract management to... group. Of course, there'd be lawyers there. Yeah, but you didn't tell us your place in lawyers. What are you in that group for? And then I said, give me an example of something you got out of it. You said three years ago I had a hard search and this guy helped me. I I, I don't know what you're talking about with your use of LinkedIn, your sophisticated use of LinkedIn. Okay, you confused me entirely. Uh, before I move on, does anybody want to take her side? I, Come I mean, on, she, she got to the point, but it was a little long. You know, I, I'm, I belong to groups, and I'm able to network, and I got high-level advice from a lawyer on a contract. Oh, it helped the with next the next time Boom. I come next on a day. radio show, I will totally remember to say it that way. I'm really sorry I didn't say no, it right. No, it wasn't good enough. He didn't, give, he didn't help you very much. Okay, let's move on. Estimated time. You're a third-party recruiter. Did you, did you talk to the client at all? No, very rarely. Who do you deal with in-house? Who do I deal with in-house? I don't deal with anybody. We have an account manager that is client-facing. Okay, so no, it's in your house. You've got, you, you work with your project manager or account manager. Is that right? That's correct. Someone's after saying I'm clueless. Are they saying I'm clueless? They're probably saying Glenn I'm Hall. clueless. Okay. Well, we can't look at Twitter too much. we got we, yeah, we to, I'm clueless. I don't know what he's talking about. The Glenn Hall. Okay. Uh, okay. So look, uh, where are we? So you deal with your project manager. That I person. Do. You have to fight with that person a lot about the. Oh the yeah. Oh yeah. Can you give us an example? Do you remember when you thought somebody was great and this account manager who you know doesn't do anything himself uh, said exactly. no? Exactly. No, How did you know they didn't do anything? My gosh! And you're I'm not a- even here. I've worked with those people as well. Okay, you go out in the field, you do all the work, and then they think they know what's going on. Yeah. Then, give us an example of when you've when you've uh, done battle with one of these guys. All the time. Yeah. Okay. You don't want to give a specific example. All right. I'll give you a specific example. Okay. Uh, the, well, because I've been here so long and I've done so well, usually they'll do what I say. But the last time I had severe battle with one of them was, and I'm going to try to say this quickly and cohesively, is there was this job open in at one of our Fortune 500 clients. I saw it, and they were saying, the account manager was saying, oh, it's this type of person. I was like, no, it's a high-level contracts manager. I have a person. So we had a big fight about it, over and back, over and back, and um I was like, listen, you are putting my person in. So he did put it in, and she wound up getting the job. Yeah, figures. The thing is, when you're in, your 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 account manager doesn't arrange for you to have a, at least a half hour conversation with the we hiring we manager directly. We sometimes have conference calls. We sometimes have have exposure. Do you feel sometimes. that's one of the weaknesses of the model that you absolutely. don't have enough client oh, facing absolutely. as a recruiter? That's absolutely yeah. a weakness of the model. Daryl Daryl Disco said many jobs don't require, or he faved, someone said many jobs don't require fancy sourcing techniques. I guess the that's Carmel true. agrees. That's not what she's looking for. All these guys at SourceCon, though, that's what they're into. It's all kinds yeah. of exotic stuff. So I don't understand. Um, I don't understand. Are those things necessary? She doesn't no. think so. It no. depends okay. on the job, right? It depends I mean, some on the job. Can... It depends on the market. It depends on a lot of things. It's like for me in How our business. How long have you been in the United States? How long years? have I 
Uh, I've been here. Twenty years. No, fifteen years. Fifteen years, and, and you still got an accent. I just can't get over it. Okay. You can't get over it. Oh, why would I, you? Maybe that's a. You know what? It's a selling. I go point. home about yeah. twice a year and get it Irished up. Okay. Okay. Do and you I interview my mom culture? every day. You don't interview. You don't interview for culture, do you? That's not a part of your screening, is it? It is. I mean, it is. It is. So, give me. Can you give me an example of how you screen for culture? Well, mostly I. God, I re- no, actually, I really can't. Okay, at least that's an honest answer. You know why? Because because third party recruiters they don't screen for culture. Yes. That's the answer. They just look for technical ability, and yeah, then they I'm pass it on. Let the hiring manager screen for culture. I'm, well, that's the way I feel what about kind it. Of they want. Okay. It depends on the relationship with the client. The question the question isn't fair to her because she's got a standoff relationship with the client. They're going through a system well, to begin with. They're know, not on the inside looking in. If you've got a tight relationship with your client, then you're going to know, you know, different different banks have different cultures. Different clients have different cultures. You understand what they're looking for. You know, they need someone collaborative. You know, they need yeah, this, yeah, they yeah, need yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if you, but if you ask well, any hiring manager about culture, they are always going to say, I need someone collaborative. Um, like, when I do screen for culture, I have a bit screen for culture, but it's such a tight market. But I've, you know, I have clients where I have repeat candidates that wind up working there, so I get to know the manager, so I get to know about the culture. And I know there's one particular department where I have placed about six people over the years, and I know for culture from them that I would never send anyone kind of meek or mild-mannered over there because the manager would, like, go to town on her. Okay, so that's something, you know, that's very something very simple. When I have yeah. intelligence. Okay, we don't want any pussies some... in this department. You've got to be a bit exactly. tough, a bit thick-skinned. That's not complicated. Does that take a thousand articles to talk about no, it? No, it doesn't. Know. No, it, it was trial and error. It's, it's part of the, like... You know, uh, I I said I became I'm I'm a good recruiter, and every single day I'm learning something new. New new people come in, we train them. I hear something new from them. I learn something new from candidates. I learn a new skill set. You never just get to the stage where you like, oh, I'm. Good. I got to tell you, there's a rule on this show. Nobody gets. Be specific. Be specific. Oh, I'm sorry. Don't be general. Oh, I learn stuff, but I'm not going to tell you what I learn. Candidates right. teach stuff. But I'm not going to tell you what it is. I'm going to leave you going home empty-handed, and you can say that Recruiting Animal Show is sometimes entertaining, but there's no substance, okay? That's not my fault. I'm begging all the time for these guys to tell us something. Well, they don't want to. What can I do? Uh, what, what was the last time a candidate taught you something? I really opened that can of worms, didn't I? Forget about it. Let's move on. Do you, yeah, what, let me your, think about that. Can you think about it, okay? I'll think about it and ask me another question. Do you prefer uh, any specific kind of interview question, like there's behavioral? We had a discussion on my Facebook group. There's behavioral interviews. There's situational, which I don't know what it is. There's hypotheticals. Uh, you know, what kind? what's your favorite interview question? Or is it, hey, can you do this? How long have you yeah. been at I am strictly a technical interviewer. Okay. Anybody like, want to, I mean, there's a lot of people here, and I know they're recruiters, and I know they've got ideas. Uh, again, do you want, think that's a reflection of your model? You're doing consultants, right? So are you yeah. mostly concerned with can they come in and get the job, hit the ground running, and get started? That's because exactly. of the model you're saying? Exactly. Okay. Does anybody else want to ask uh, Carmel? Does that answer specific enough? I'm sorry. Is anybody? No, no. Does anybody want to ask her a question? Any any questions? Is everybody's quiet except Alejandro? Even Maureen's not saying anything anymore. Nobody. Okay. Okay. I'll continue. I just thought I'd give give you guys a oh, break. Oh, brilliant! You're going to continue, Grace. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's what I say. Yeah, brilliant. You don't handle salary negotiations then at all, right? No, I don't. But you did say something about asking these guys about salary or nailing them down. Is that your job? Oh, yes, yes, yes. Because I don't handle salary, but we do. I determine the hourly rate that they will get paid. And the hour we pay, as I tell them, to the job, not to the person. And the hourly rate is not a moving target. 
So when you go out looking for these hourly people, my impression is always that lots of them are just already in your database. Is that no? You, I no? wish that was true. Lots, lots of people, including the recruiters I work with and the account managers, somehow think they're magically there. No. Huh. So what do you use for sourcing? I use everything. I do use job boards. I do use our existing database. I get a lot of referrals, and I do use LinkedIn. Okay. Is that Rebecca? No? Who no. Okay. And who is it? You can say who you are if you'd like to. It's Holly Mallows. Hi, Holly. Holly Mallows. Oh, yeah, you're practicing. Okay. But your, your LinkedIn, uh, no, your Twitter uh, is Holly Sourcing Guru or something like that. What's your Twitter name? Yes, Holly Source Guru. Holly Source Guru. So what do you think of uh, Holly Source Guru? I'll ask you a question today. What do you think of Carmel's uh, uh, ideas about sourcing? It sounds like you might like the exotic stuff, the 50 shades of sourcing. I do, but I got to do what I get the most bang for my buck out of. So I mean, I have to do what makes sense. And, you know, of course, Building pipelines, developing relationships. Okay, all I'll those interview things. you. I'll interview you in three weeks. Okay, I I wanted right. you to criticize. Her. Thanks. No, no, no. I I, I misled you. Okay. Uh, so let me see. Uh, do you have any questions that you'd like to ask Carmel, uh, Holly, while you're uh, uh, talking? Any questions come up while you? Oh, okay. I'm good. Your um, what do you find to be your most valuable resource? Is it your LinkedIn relationships? Is it searching in LinkedIn? What's your, you know, what's your best resource? Probably would be LinkedIn. Yeah, she said that about ten times already. Uh, thank you, Holly. Right, I really sorry. appreciate your input. I don't want you to think I don't, but I'm going to ask another question. Okay. okay. So, is there a, di- you know, I'm I'm not really familiar with the kind of searches you're working. Do you work any perm or permanent jobs? Uh, no perm. I work no perm. I work all from six-month to three-year contracts. Okay. Is there any – what I was going to ask is, is there any difference in the difficulty between the different searches that you work on? Are some searches, you know, fairly easy and a certain kind fairly difficult? Um, I find them all difficult because they're all a higher skill set. It's a very competitive market. I'm competing against people who think they want perm jobs. I'm competing against for the big four who, frankly, will pay people more. I kind of recruit the people that the big four don't want. And, um, you know, so all the searches are are difficult. For me, one of the easier searches to do right now is probably contract managers slash lawyers, only because I've been doing it so long. I have such an extensive pipeline that I can put feeders out when I get a job and mm-hmm. work on something else. Or I have people that I've identified before who, like there's one girl who's worked for me for nearly four years that I keep deploying out to other contracts. So that might be a bit more manageable. If you were going to start your own company tomorrow what, as a solo practitioner, what would you do? What field would you work? How would you get if, your job orders? If I was going to start my own company tomorrow, yeah. what would I do? I stumped you. Okay, forget about it. No, no, forget about yeah, it. Yeah, I have no desire like to start my own company. Okay. Well, uh, it was hypothetical. It was, that's what we yeah. call a hypothetical interview question. Okay, okay so good. What, I'll remember to spell that hypo right. What 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 about your schedule? I mean, what time do you get up in the morning? What time do I get up? I get up at five thirty. And how much sleep do you get during the evening? Night. Oh, I get eight to nine hours. Oh really? Okay, so you oh, need yeah. to be Oh yeah, I I pamper myself. I take very very good care of myself. No, no, there's always articles every day on Twitter and Facebook about take naps, get eight hours sleep, and blah 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 blah. Okay, so you get up at five thirty. What time do you get into work, or do you work from home? Um, I do split. I work three days remote and two days in the office. Okay, so what time are you, are you start starting to work? If I'm working from home, I probably start around seven, uh-huh. and if I'm in coming into the office, probably around eight thirty. Okay. Okay. So the first thing you do at seven o'clock, what are you doing? Oh, checking my email. For like for for candidates calling, writing back to you. Absolutely. Okay. 
And how long that's that like take? the first thing I check. I'm just like, oh, who's working my LinkedIn? Well, I usually mm-hmm. that's even uh, this is terrible. When I kind of wake up, I'm looking at my uh, my phone. I I can see you know because I would push forward to my phone, see who responded to my LinkedIn, because mm-hmm. that to me is just like so exciting. And you know that's the first thing I look, and then I see what the wonderful account managers who we've discussed already don't do anything. See what they want, and then. Uh-huh. And how long then, does that take? How long does that take? Probably 15, 20 minutes. That's all to get through your email? Okay, that's good. Yeah. So, so 7.30, what do you start doing then? I start on my first job. It sounds like you consider this to be a high-pressure job. You're never, it's every, every search is difficult, even though you've been in the business for about 15 years, I think you said, yes. right? Uh-huh. Yes. And yeah, and uh, and you're you're excited to see you know who's going to reply to your your uh, outreach uh, stuff yes, like that. Yeah, are you so, excited when people apply to your outreach? Yeah, 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 yeah. But you're just it's you're it's not a sure thing. I mean, it's a gamble. That's what I'm trying to say. So, um, is it is it pleasant? Do you enjoy your work or is it? Oh, I love it. If I didn't like it, I wouldn't do it. Okay, okay, okay. And so, seven thirty. What do you do? All right, I start on my first search. What does that mean? So I usually what I try to do is I try to work about four jobs a day. So I block my calendar into what I call power hours. So I do a number of things. I will post a job on our internal website because we spent a whole lot of money doing it, and I was part of the team that did it. And we and then I start making calls. That's always my first line of defense, start making calls, depending on who at it is or what it is. At 730? <laughs> Yeah. At seven thirty. Yeah, if I'm calling the East Coast, I I recruit nationwide. Oh, okay, and you're in Chicago. Yeah. Okay, so at seven thirty, it's eight thirty there. So in New yeah. York or wherever. Oh, okay. it's seven thirty. I don't care. I mean, I've 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 called people. Or it depends, you know, if it's marketing. How early? How early will you call people? Probably no earlier than seven thirty, seven ish. Okay. How late will you call them? Um, I am the type of person, I finish working up early, much to the disgust of people that work here. I probably, I probably finish up around 4, 4.30 myself. Uh-huh. Okay. And on LinkedIn, it sounds like, are you using in-mails primarily, or do you find their, their, where they're working and then phone them up? I find in, I use primarily in-mails. And, and what's your percentage of response? Uh, I am at forty eight percent response. Oh, you actually track it? You know? Oh yeah, well they track it for you. Yeah. Okay. And how, a, 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 any questions about that? Am I missing something here? I'm asking her. Well, what it, I do is because I'm able to drive better results, and even I had even a fight with the sales rep about this because he was telling oh, people. Can you oh, hold on one sec, Alejandro? I'm going to cough actually. So yes. Can you hear me? You're on the phone. <laughs> What are you telling me that? If you're muting yourself, you're muting yourself. Okay, you know what? No, I was oh, trying well, to get a question. Coughing. She said that she well, didn't she's want coughing. Well, she's she said coughing. that she. I'm finished she... coughing. I'm done. Okay, well, how come you've got two LinkedIn profiles? I went to the wrong one. Other people. Because yeah. I don't. Because I have wrote to LinkedIn a zillion times, and then please can take down the other LinkedIn profile. Because when I was a twit, I started one, and I didn't really do anything with it, and then I started another one. And that's why. And it's just kind of got to the stage where I ha- have better things to be doing with my you, life. You than can't, right. can't you go in and delete your own profile? No. Maybe you can. I don't know. Can you go in? I won't put it out to the Twitter world. Jeremy Ames is here. He knows everything. Jeremy Ames, can I delete my own? <laughs> He's making fun of your accent as well. Okay. it's too. You're too Pacific for him. Not specific. Too Pacific, okay? That means you're 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 not lively enough, he said. Okay, and you're Irish. You're supposed can you hear to me? Buy your... Yeah, I can hear you. Go okay. ahead. Yeah, you, you nice said that you're recruiting people me. the big four don't want. Yeah. Oh, so are you What's saying it? that B candidates are okay for most of your clients, or you're just? Not, I mean, go deeper good with question, that. What's that Alejandro? mean? I was going to ask that myself. That is a good question. Um. Yeah, because a lot of the times. At B slash C candidates is and you know, is good enough because they're only going to pay for a B candidate. They're you know, we dress culture earlier. 
we they don't need someone who's going to be a perfect culture fit. They need somebody who's either going to bang out a load of contracts, get them redlined, get them done, or if they're recruiting hire 30 to 40 people in and out. So they need someone for X amount of time to do X function. And, you know, sometimes we do get A players. Sometimes an a, the universe all aligns and an A player is available and they're not deployed and I can snitch them up and send them to my client and a lot of the time they wind up getting hired. Aren't they too expensive if you're going for the losers? Some- You know what? I got to tell you, I didn't mean that in a bad way, but Alejandro had a good point. You can make everybody, all the articles say how to find, you know, the purple squirrel, how to find the perfect talent, the top talent. We don't need top talent. That's what Alejandro was saying. You don't need top talent. You don't need top talent. And sometimes you do get it. Sometimes the environment, the the things just align. And then sometimes the girl I alluded to earlier who works for me all the time, she is an A player, but just because of different situation in her life, it suits her to work six months and work overtime and then be off for a couple of months and then work another project for me. So it depends. But a lot of the times they won't pay for the A players and they don't need the A players. They need somebody that can come in, deploy, get the project done, get in and get out. Okay. Uh, Jeremy Ames, if you're still on, you got a question for it? If you want to pep things up a bit, give me, give me, help me, okay? i got to talk for an hour here. And she doesn't do any new business development, so it's got to be strictly about recruiting, okay? Now, um, let me see. You said that you call people who aren't, you know, ready to make a move. And do you persuade people to actually leave? Because I remember you said you're talking to people who think they want perm, and you have to sell them on a contract. Is that correct? Yes. Okay, are those guys already working in a permanent job and you have sometimes to Sometimes they are. Them? Some sometimes they are and sometimes they're not. If well, they are let's, working Well, just focus on that. I've read, I just read recently that it's almost impossible to switch someone from a permanent job to a contract role. Have you done that? And if so, I how? have done it, and I've done it successfully. Um, I actually have some one girl working right now. She's a sourcing analyst. She's out at a Fortune 500 uh, restaurant client. So she was. I found her profile up on LinkedIn, and I started talking to her. It, no, it wasn't immediate. It took me a good four months kind of nudging her, but I knew she was undercompensated for where she was, and she had a really long commute. And so I was able to offer her more compensation, even though she was going to lose her benefit package and her paid days off. But she was working like 50, 60 hours a week anyway, and she had a really long commute. So I was able to convince her. So when you said you kept nudging her, you kept nudging her, what does that mean? I would just keep in touch with her, send her an email every now and again and let her know, hey, this job is open. Okay, but you 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 didn't call her up and say, this job. Job at ABC Company, job number X or uh, job number twenty-two uh, is, and you, but you weren't able to recruit her the first time you tried. I wasn't able un- to recruit her the first time. No. Okay. Okay. You know when yeah. they, you know, they say I need somebody who's a good problem solver or something like that. Do you ever get that uh, kind of request? I get, I get it all the time. Every single one hundred percent of job orders, I would say they need someone who's detail orientated. They need someone who works well with others and who's a good problem solver. Well, how do you figure no out if they're detail? How do you figure out if they're detail oriented? You do? Do you I try? I don't know. No, you don't. Okay, and and works well with well, others. Well, if I look you, at their resume and there's bad spellings in it, and you know what I mess, mean. I probably you know am I mean. like what, this person what is, is what do not they mean detail when oriented. Detail oriented. What do they mean exactly? Do you know? No. No. Okay, that's just fluff, right? It's just a catchphrase. I mean, okay. like it's just... No, 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 don't go on about it. So if somebody okay, asks you, on about if it. someone asked you for a good problem solver, how would you figure out if someone was a good problem solver? Well, I suppose I would give them a problem. No, I would... here's what you would do. You would ask them about a problem they were recently had to solve. Okay. I read that this week. Anybody disagree okay. with me? Anybody disagree? I cannot agree, disagree with you. That is excellent. Anybody? I'm waiting. Anybody on the line who disagrees or who wants to give me a better 
a better way to do it? Because I can't ever figure out. They say, how do you know that you've got someone who's good with change? How do you know someone who's, you know, blah, blah, blah? I don't know how to figure out. Of course you ask for examples. That's the, that's the standard tactic, right? Tell me about how you solve this problem somewhere else. That's okay. how you know they're a fit. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, let me see. Yeah. You know, somebody told somebody wrote, he said, I will correct your bad speaking habits in an interview. Do you do that? Do you coach somebody? Say, look, you know, you're talking to me. You're not saying your THs properly. Don't no, do that. No, I absolutely do not. I absolutely don't. I, we have recruiters What if they here, speak too fast? I, most of the people I'm dealing with are my age or maybe older. Are you really going to significantly, is one coaching session for me significantly going to change them? I want the product the manager sees. If it's something fixable like their presentation or the suit or something but the way a person speaks even if they long enough can correct their speech pattern to the interview once they get on site they're going to revert to their normal speech pattern i want the manager what they see is what they get i don't believe in over coaching candidates okay speech okay you said you you do me- oh linkedin measures your response rate any are there any other metrics that you track any you keep any numbers related to your work? Um, I don't keep them, but my boss, my darling boss, keeps them. Like what? Uh, apparently, for every 27 submits that I get out, I get five hires. 27 submits, what's that, a resume? Uh, yeah. Okay. And anybody got a comment on that? Jerry's usually got a, a comment on he, ratio. I don't really, I just look at revenue, and he's all into like, oh, this many Smiths and this many calls and things, and he shows me these reports. And uh-huh. I'm do you, like, do okay. you prioritize or triage your, your orders? Let's say, how many Absolutely. account managers do you? Okay. So, Absolutely. And, and, and if you put something at the bottom of the pile and say, you know, this one's not too likely to get, do you, is that a problem for you as well with the account manager? Oh, yeah. Absolutely it is. And what do you say? This is a crap order. I'm never going to fill this. I well, we've got more bang more for less, my buck. Like more yeah. or less, I you know explain. I I do a number of things. I either do these people do the account managers. Do they dislike you, or is it a friendly uh, back and forth? Um, I'd have to ask they, them. They don't like you. I can tell. You would have said, "No, no, we're good buddies." Okay. Uh, okay. Uh, let me see. What's the one thing you've accomplished in your career that you're most proud of? That's one of the standard questions people ask. Do you ask that question? No, I don't, because it's a stupid question. Why is it stupid? Because my career is nowhere near over, and I mean, one of I I've accomplished so much, and then you know, there's so many things where I. Oh, I'm not being specific. Probably one of the proudest things that I have achieved Yeah, you said was, it's a stupid question. Are you going to answer or think about no, it? No, I'm not you know, really going to answer it. No, you no. can't think on the show. There's no thinking. Yeah, I'm not. I, I, can't, okay? I can't think of anything. Thinking doesn't my, work my, on my career radio. has been a waste. I'm sorry. Okay. Uh-huh. Okay. Do you ask them what they do for fun? Because, like, I was advised once to do that by a guy who worked at. I I really don't care what they do for fun. Because they said you can tell if it's a high energy person or not. If they like, you know, reading political articles on the internet, that's a low energy person. If they like, you know, playing basketball, that's a high energy person. You don't agree with that, right? I mean, I generally don't have time. And usually I'm looking at, you know, I've completely stalked them. Like while I'm talking to them, I'm looking at their LinkedIn and their Facebook, and I usually can see. But a lot of the times I really don't Okay, that's have... like a culture thing. You're not really interested. You don't ask them questions like this either. Last, last example, okay? On a scale of 1 to 10, how happy are you with your career? No. Okay. Do you ever take a flirty tone with the male candidates or clients? Oh, you don't absolutely. Have oh, what do you mean by that? I mean, you're not doing it with me, okay? <laughs> oh, this, this I, I don't kind think of flirty. so. <laughs> um, yeah, absolutely. Of course I do. I take it with girls as well. I will. There's very little I won't do to make a book. Okay. Okay. Well, you didn't explain what you meant, but you're telling, yeah, okay. So you persuade people to change their minds. You you, you flirt a little. Uh, but you yeah. don't, you do, cold, do, you do, do you do any cold calls or is it just, you know, email to, to get in touch with people? I do no cold calls. 
Do, do you believe in them? I, I guess you don't. I do believe in them, and I think I'm going to have to start doing them because the market is so tight. Uh huh. Have you ever, you know, have you ever had to take a fifty thousand dollar punch in the stomach, so to speak, as Jerry calls it, when you think something's in the bag, and the person uh, suddenly accepts a position at yeah. another company? Absolutely, yeah? I. Yeah, absolutely. Not well, at this firm, but when I was doing search, uh, a partnership employment, I uh-huh. th- that happened three times in one year, and it was it was it was not good. How do you keep your uh did you learn something and how do you keep your motivation going? Well, um from there we wound, I wound up separating and taking another opportunity and you know definitely that went back to to looking at what I was talking about earlier, candidate control, looking for red flags. Like one case in particular, the woman was supposed to relocate and then in the end she decided not to and I just I remember at the time, because you can always tell your gut at the time, thinking, mm, but I didn't want to dig deeper. So I always, you know, when it's a relocation or something that's really going to be big in someone's life, I always dig deeper now. Oh, tell me how you dig deep. How I dig deep? Yeah. I dig deep. I, you know, go over with them. I was like, are you sure you want to relocate? Where Have you thought about where you'd live? Do you know what it's like to live in Illinois? Because a lot of people think they want to relocate to Illinois, and I'm like, do you know what it's actually like to live here? Have you thought about where you're going to live? Do you know what the cost of living is? Uh, do you have family? Have you thought about where they're going to go to school? Those types of questions. Mm-hmm. Okay, and if you send somebody out, who does, does that person leave your uh, control and then – uh, who does the follow-up from the interviews? The the account oh, manager or you? Okay, oh, so the account manager. I do the follow-up on the interviews with the candidates. Then the account manager does it on the client end. Yeah, I understand. I, you don't deal with the client. You told me. What I want to ask you is, um, what if the uh, candidate goes out and then you know had agreed with you to uh, that he or she would be looking for a certain amount of money, and then when they tell him about the job comes back to you and say, I want more for that. What do you do? Um, that happens all the time. And I just tell them, unless they have a significant, compelling reason, unless it's like a grade up from what we originally talked about, I always just tell them no. Okay, so, and so you're willing to have them walk away. You're willing to have them absolutely. walk away. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, because, you know, we go over the pay because we can, we go over the pace so many times and so many times, and I go over, you know, this is what it's going to be. Are you comfortable with this race? Reiterate it because after the interview, if you decide you need more, it's not going to be there once you start working there. So, yeah. Last call for questions. Your typical for spread. Carmel. Is that you, oh. Alex, talking again? Yeah. yeah. Somebody what my typical spread is? Yeah. It's about probably 30 bucks. Not as a percentage. You're usually looking for thirty bucks oh, on the spread. Um, well, we're probably marking up is probably about forty-eight percent, and then we're probably out of that. It depends. It's probably twenty-one percent is after we pay them and all of that. Okay. Final <laughs> question. Oh, oh, unless there's something you think I I haven't asked you that you really wanted to talk about. Is there something? No. 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 No, there no, isn't. We established my career any... was a waste of time and that I can't answer You didn't come with so. any big topics that I you want to share with the world. I understand, you know. You've been working in the job for 15 to years. If I why to... share? Why? You've got nothing burning that you want people to know. I understand, okay? But what about voicemail? Do you leave voicemail? Um, oh, you don't I... make cold calls. So that's an answer. You already answered that question. I do leave voicemails, but I'm beginning. I was reading an article this morning about Coke taking out their voicemails, so I am leaving less and less voicemails. I send a lot of texts, a lot of texts. Oh, you do a lot of texts? Like uh, what kind of text? Oh, I will send a text being like, hey, I saw your resume on Career Builder on LinkedIn on wherever in our database. I've got this position. Call me back or text me back at some sort of time to uh, set up a time to talk. Okay. Okay, Carmel, one because second. Look at your, what, what? Look at, look at yourself. Like, if you get a call from some unknown number, will you pick it up? But if you get a text, like, and it's proven, like, once you once you hear that text button go off, it just kills you. You have to answer it. Okay, okay. Okay. So people will answer so, texts before. 
okay. I'm not a text guy. Okay, but let, let's. Uh, you're talking to the wrong person. In certain certain ways, I'm in the Stone Age. Not most, though. Okay. So let me let me just do a bit of housekeeping. There's still lots of people on the line. If if you want an after show, if somebody wants to run an after show, uh, you can have. Hello, them. lots of people. Okay. Yeah, they're still here. It's you've been on for quite a while, and they're still here. Does anybody want to run an after show? I'll hand it over to you. Otherwise, we're at the end. Nobody's speaking up. You don't up. have to be attractive as a recruiter. Just don't be a creepy stalker. Okay. Brian wrote that. stalker? Last thing. I don't know. I'm reading Brian Cheney's tweet. You'd have to ask him what is. Okay. We'll talk to him later. Carmel Jordan. Nice to meet you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Ah!